My name is Jamie Piles. I joined Samaritan in December of 1996. We were homeschooling our kids and we were already thinking outside the world's box, if you will. And I saw a little tiny classified ad about this new kind of idea I'd never heard of before. My first reaction was, that's the kind of thing that we would do, isn't it? And so I finally called the number, talked to them, and the more I asked them questions, the more I liked their answers. Hey y'all, it's 2024. Good to be with you on Cross Politic. Pastor Toby Chuck Knox on the Water Boy, and we got N.D. Wilson in the house. I'm a little nervous about this episode because the last time we had N.D. Wilson on the show to talk about like what the future is going to look like, what was that? He prophesied tw- is January 2020 or yeah. February, February 2020. We've had a month since. We've had a month since, but particularly to talk about you know what he expected was going to happen <laughs> in the new year. <laughs> And, and Nate Wait. prophesied all bad things. Yeah. And it all came true. He's like, my, he's like, like, he's like Micaiah. When, when they, they call him, Mike, yeah. he's like, I don't want to call him Micaiah. And he, he never prophesies anything good. Yeah. And yeah. So, Nate, come on. But, <laughs> thanks for joining us, man. Okay. Here, here's your year. first good prophecy. You ready? Go Gabe? for it. Barbie 2 will be even bigger. Yeah. <laughs> That was that was disappointing. <laughs> to all right, see well, Barbie thank you won. for coming on the show. Appreciate it. <laughs> uh, Page Fifty is a distinctly Christian marketing company striving to help Christian-owned businesses grow and succeed in our digital age. They don't want to just make a paycheck; they want to change the world. But they do want to make paychecks too, That's and nice. that means building alongside you. The mission is bigger than just Sunday. Page Fifty wants to help Christians recapture the work week, economic and political influence, and the public square. Page Fifty doesn't work with just anybody. But if you're a believer, they want to work with you. Visit page50.com. you got to spell it out, P-A-G-E-F-I-F-T-Y.com, and see what they can do for you. That's page50.com. Nate, oh, I don't, we didn't even write down a bio for you. I usually like to have That's a fine. bio, but yep. Nate Wilson is the <laughs> Who refuses to finish Dragon's Tooth. Uh, yeah. Silent Bells. <laughs> Silent Bells. Come on, get it right. Yeah, um, yeah I'm yeah, boycotting my you own know, book series. I uh, did, uh, you know... Uh, Please don't. <laughs> I named my son Ryan after the dance, one of your characters. Uh, River Thief. River yeah. Thief. Um, Knox is also in River Thief. I was. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nailed it. Um, Ten years ago. Uh, Hello Ninja. Hello Ninja for um, all you Netflix subscribers um, out there. What, what when that came out, my mom doesn't even you know watch kids, yeah. but she just had it run on her on her TV during the day because <laughs> <laughs> she wanted she wanted to get y'all's numbers up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mom, Thanks, our mom. Mom's the most supportive. Thanks, mom. Sweet, yeah. yeah. Anyways, uh, I don't know. Yeah, so um, just a minute ago, you were telling us about your woes with the silent bells. So let's just. I don't know. I think Gabe was telling us about his woes with <laughs> yeah. the silent bells. Well, I, I mentioned to you that you've been sending out, you said it was 50, yeah. you've got 15 chapters now, yep. and they're stacked in my office. Uh, at home, unread, dusty, and, and they're dusty because yeah. I, I I refuse to open them. I think I might be open the very first one just because I just wanted to see what it looked yeah. like, and then I, everything else has been closed. And I just get it in the mail and I put it on the stack because I'm not going to start a story that's not done. There's probably a lot of people who wish they'd done that. <laughs> now, <laughs> so, now they're ten for fifteen. That's what I've done. Come on. That's what I've done. So, is this one of your New Year's resolutions? I, it's one of my New Year's. You didn't seem very confident. About New that. Year's aspirations. <laughs> it oh. didn't make it to, to yeah, the resolution. I, mean, I really, I really yeah. want to get it done. This is definitely yeah. one of my daughter's New Year's resolutions. Uh, it's for is, you. Is for me to yeah. finish this book. Uh, hopefully, okay. Hopefully, um, I do. Also, though, in the in the queue, I have to finish a, a third work of nonfiction. So, notes from the Tilted World, Death by Living. There's, yeah. there's a third one of those. Um, yes. That I'm working on okay. actively. I've got to close that off. 
uh, then I owe. Does that have a title yet? Hey, don't play with me. <laughs> you want the title? <laughs> yeah, yeah I love the title. Uh, it's it's called Never Home. Okay, so that one is uh, in the works. Okay, uh, and I have got to I got to close that one off. Okay, and then I have some other projects. What I refer to as time debt or creative debt, where you keep the lights on, you pay your taxes by taking a job, and you got to finish it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. it's like so you got you got some I got some features I got to finish writing some series work, some TV series work that may or may not ever even yeah, be see produced. The yeah. It's just, I have yeah. to yeah. finish doing it yeah. because it's paid my kids college tuition and yeah. I now right. owe them right. the creative work. So in my, like my stove where everything's boiling and simmering, there's silent bells, which is the thing I really want to do for me and for those, and, me. and those super fans. Yeah. <laughs> and my daughter, and those people, <laughs> who does really, not I, like where she was left I off. really want to do it. Uh, I've had some negotiations with publishers to try to facilitate and enable the ability for it to be published as a book at the end and a unified series yeah. at the end. So those those things are all happening yeah. unseen. Yeah. But yeah, I have about eight to nine chapters left uh, left okay. to Sorry wrap that sucker yeah. up. And I would very much like to okay. wrap it up this year. And of course, um, a big part of what you, you're helping run is Canon Plus. Yep. And it's going bonkers. It's going yep. fantastic. Um, what... Uh, I mean, what what's what are some of the highlights for you right now on Canon Plus, or what's coming up? So, uh, one of the big mandates with Canon Plus is trying to move into that. Well, what you guys do, you know, you think Fight, Laugh, Feast. You guys major on all of Christ for all of life, like ev- everything. Right. We learned that from some folks. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's pretty it's pretty easy to sell Christians vitamins. Mm-hmm. It's really easy <laughs> to sell Christians Sunday school curricula. That's right. Yeah. And it's really hard to sell them joy, Boy, pleasure, you just see. real good meat. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Come on now. So, you hit the so spot that, for me. It's, and so trying trying to move to selling people and serving people things that are beautiful and fun and pleasurable and, uh, you know, the truth, goodness, beauty yeah. package, not just vitamins. We have a ton of vitamins, and I think we've got great vitamins. Give yes. me an example of what yeah. you mean by vitamins. Future men. The Future Men series. Okay, okay. I think the Future Men series is fantastic. Yeah. I think it's really important. I think it's really helpful. And so a lot of a lot of it's remedial, and a lot of people need help. They need nourishment. They need that. Yeah. Uh, you know, they are malnourished in a lot of corners of of the church worldwide. Yeah. And so we're trying to meet that need. It's that's the easier need to meet. The harder one is how to catechize imaginations. Come on. How man. to like how to put families on a couch together. Like enjoying something together as a meal, right? Consumed cooperatively. Can you give me an example of what you're talking about there? Like, yeah, so blah blah black sheep. So we're working on a, wait, you know, kids' books, not vitamins. <laughs> no, uh, but the, but the thing is, like, there's a big difference between good for you and like it's good for you mm-hmm. and a vitamin. So it's easy, and this is not a criticism at all. So if you take like uh, Sir Bad a Lot, the kids' picture book, which is awesome, mm-hmm. right? Versus blah, blah, black sheep. So those two are like a subtle distinction where both are fun. Both are picture books. Right. Both are great bedtime reading and sit with your kids reading. One of them is about self-control yeah. and has a lesson. A very clear moral. A very clear moral. The other is a more indirect subtext of a lesson in terms of like celebrating boyhood, masculinity, mm-hmm. not just stomping yeah. on this masculine personality you know, in the, in the flock. Right. So all the aunties, all the, you know, all the youths of the flock trying to suppress this little, this little boy. So it's, 
there. I mean, you could distill it, but it's not there for the kids. When you're reading it to the little kid, right. uh, with Sir Badalot, you're saying, this is how we kill the, you know, the cranky danky dragon. This is how we have self-control. Right. But when you go to blah, blah, black sheep, it's, it's just a cookie mm-hmm. and it's a really good cookie. And it's a cookie that will, you know, a mom should enjoy giving to her son. It's one yeah. that's healthy, wholesome, should affirm and reinforce truth and goodness and then be really playful and have a lot of fun and in what it's doing on a, on a beauty level. But it's not just a Sunday school lesson, mm-hmm. right? Like it's not, yeah, a Sunday right, school, right, it's right. not a Sunday school lesson right. and there's nothing wrong with Sunday school lessons. Yeah. We love those. And there's a ton of those, but trying to build our catalog of vitamins and Sunday school lessons, mm-hmm. uh, which we've been doing rapidly. We've been building that a lot right. and starting to broaden into a, mm-hmm. uh, nourishing imaginations and, and catechizing loves and loyalties with fiction and narrative the way God does, right. you know, the way, the way yeah. he does in this world. That's a big point of growth for us. It's yeah. also wildly expensive. So not yeah, only right. is it a little it's, bit... It's an anime series. It's a series. Yeah, it? yeah. It's, it's actually more expensive to make and slightly harder to sell yeah. to Christians. Oh. Yeah. And so oh. if you think about how... <laughs> yeah. You preach it! So you, preach think, it. you think about how, how hard it is to sell a, you know, a Sunday school series. We're like, hey, we need all the dads in the church to get together. We've made something for you. Yeah. We think it's going to be great. It's going to be encouraging. It's going to help you. And we really believe in it. We love offering that stuff. Yeah. That stuff is yeah. fantastic. It's key to our business. Mm-hmm. We're outfitters of the Reformation. We want to equip people all over that. the world. That line. Yeah. And then we move on from that to like, but do you know what else we want to do is we want to make your kids stronger and more immune yeah. to all the seduction of the world by having things that are more fun, more enjoyable, like They're better. like, no fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if, if they have to like, I'm here for the lessons, but I go over there to Babylon for all the fun. Yeah. Ooh. Like that yeah. just, that doesn't yeah. set up any kind of longevity right. Right. Um, for a Christian community. So, Why is that such a hard sell? It would seem like fun would, because Christians are doing it. They're having fun. They are having fun. Right, only yeah. in Babylon, but they're going over to Babylon. But yeah. why is but so then why is that a hard sell if they know they're in Babylon having the fun? They're like, surely there has to be fun. No, <laughs> they, think about think about the uh, the deep insecurity of the evangelical church, like just the mm. kind of the hollowness of it, the shallowness of it, the insecurity that's there. Um, I've experienced this because I got when I was trying to start writing, and I got all my novels rejected by every Christian publishing house I sent them to. Yeah. I then ended up in a, you know, in a whatever, five-way, wasn't like a true auction, but bidding war for my books from Babylon. So <laughs> mm-hmm. so New, New York, my first book deal was four books, major house. I got all rejections from Crossway, from all the little, <laughs> all the little Christian publishers. Wow. But then I had Penguin and Random and Harper and all and, and all them all, all clamoring and chasing it. Wow. Now, the thing that's weird about that is that as soon as I, a Christian, published with a big secular house, yeah. the swarm of the evangelical Christian followers came. It was amazing. <laughs> of course. Because you were yeah. legitimate then. Yeah. It's Babylon, a weird, and Babylon I, I received you. the benediction of yeah. Babylon. I made, I made <laughs> it blessing. in Babylon. Yeah. Oh my and I, gracious, I find it yeah. super weird. Same yeah. thing happened with Hello Ninja. Same thing's happened with a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. And it's weird. Uh, and this also, we can talk about the embargo here too, which yeah. is kind of funny. Yeah, yeah, refer yeah. to the Moscow embargo. Right. Uh, how that's affected me uh, personally is that I can't go to very small conferences uh, in the reformed evangelical world. Yeah. 
Right, explain the embargo real quick. Just so the embargo is the Moscow mood, as you guys all are yeah. now familiar with the, the trademark from yeah. Dion. Thank you, Kevin. Um, yeah. Moscow mood is not kosher inside of very polite uh, areas of the, of the reformed evangelical yeah. world. And you will be tainted from even standing next to us. Right. Now, you can uh, read us in secret. You can reach out to me and offer me money to ghostwrite your book so that it's better. Oh. You can do things like that. You can wow. call Have me. editors come and do stuff yeah. for you without telling people. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, You can you can call me and ask for introductions in Babylon. Right. And say, hey, I too would like mm -hmm. to make it in Babylon. Could you yeah. give me a leg up? Yeah. But um, can't be associated with you in public. Yeah. Correct. Can't so, retweet us in public. You know, <laughs> this is not this have is a not, speak at your conference. This, this is, is not a fantasy. So there's guys. A, there's a there's an animated series that I set up as a producer from believers who reached out and were like, "We're just dying. We need help." I I helped it happen. It happened, and right as it got to green light, they called. We're like, "Could could we take your name off?" Oh gosh, like could we get you off this? Because and you said yes, didn't you? Oh heck yes. Yeah. See, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's and, the thing. And right the thing, there. but. But part of the reason why was because it was a test of the relationship. Mm. So I had, I was like, huh, you've been asking for favors for a long time. What if I do one for you? And then we're going to find out, like, are you actually going to stand next to me right. in your tiny little Christian high school? Right. It's a, it's such a little, <laughs> it's such a little tiny yeah. thing. Uh -huh. Yeah. Um, it's good to know now and not in battle. And it's, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. But the, here's, here's the funny part. It's the funny part is uh, it's a tiny little tree fort. It is a tiny, tiny little ecosystem. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And God, in his weirdness, in his craziness, has given me access, uh, basically left coast, right coast, New York, L.A., mm -hmm. to anyone. Right. Like just <laughs> right. anybody. Yeah. Right. So there, there are yeah. not bigger offices. They're, they're like, it's, look, you, you shouldn't come to our tree fort. Right. And you're like... Okay. I, yeah, I was like, I'm, all right. I guess I, I can't. I guess I can't come to your very tiny class reunion for that little tiny Christian high school that you went to, and I never did. Yeah. Um. But you're excluding me very intentionally. Right. Oh, uh, but I can go. Yeah. Be anywhere that you really want to be and can't. So like, you, so it's this, weird. This embargo is is real. It's been going on for a long time. Oh yeah. And so it's it's like finally, 25 years about. But yeah, but think think of the embargo as Cuba. You know, that's right. It's like and there's, there's this, the world and there's the world. <laughs> yeah. Weirdly, yeah. we've had access to the world. <laughs> right. And no, Cuba is off limits. That's 100 percent. And so, so it's really funny because like Russ Moore and other guys who have leveraged people to not have me there or like to try to prevent. Moscow from being represented or any public affiliation. Man. All they're doing is protecting their little Cuba. Right. right. It's a tiny little Cuba. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and weirdly, as soon as they want to get off the island or they want to try to do anything, they're like, who do I know? They're like, who could I <laughs> right. maybe hit up in a DM and be like, always been a huge fan. Yeah. Would love to get on a call. You know, yeah. other than that call is, do you know anybody at Disney? Do you know anybody? Right. It's like, and yes, I have, I have worked with the Amazon Studios, with HBO Max, uh -huh. with Disney Plus, yeah. with Amblin, with LeBron, with Steph's yeah. company, with uh -huh. everybody. Yep. You know, it's like there's yeah. yeah. That's easy. Um but the evangelical But you know where culture. I can't go? Yeah. It's evangelical <laughs> cancer culture. I can't go I can't yeah. go to Cuba. Um, <laughs> so 
It's and it is really right. so it's funny to me because the embargo is real, but it's only one tiny marketplace. Yeah, now right. the downside is it's the tiny marketplace where it's easiest to sell vitamins. Right. So that little that Ain't little right. Christian world, yeah. if we're trying to peddle vitamins, that's yeah. the little market for us. Yeah. You know, I don't go to Netflix for that. But the embargo is being lifted though, right? It feels like that that's it's being broken because now, yeah, very I, much so. Even that's crumbling. It's, it's at least bleeding. It's there's, there's Cuba whole, there's has Coca Cola, <laughs> right? Like they have Coca Cola right. now. Yeah. You know, it's like that. It's that kind of a yeah situation. Okay, so um, man, so, well, so then you were talking about the embargo. Where were you going with that? Because after the embargo, you were talking about yeah. So in terms of Canon Plus and trying yes. to move right, into the kind of creation that I've always had to do with Babylon. Mm. So mm. Babylon buys from from you. Yeah, I okay. I can go. I mean, like, there's not a New York house I can't publish with. There's there's not right. a studio that I can't walk into in L. A. You know, it's like it's yeah. that those invitations are just open. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's weird that I have to go there and trying to right. trying to reach. Christians, because and the the big problem is if I go there now, everything's getting wokeified. Everything I can't yeah. make what I want right, to make. Yeah. Right, right. So I I can go set a show up, but it's not going to be the show I want. Yeah, it's not going to be the thing I want to actually be involved in. So I I really want a pirate ship. I want us, us to have our own pirate fleet. Yeah, of content creators and and our own and platform our own platform to distribute it. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. that we can do those things that now shrug off all the strings of, so of Babylon because Babylon. They let me do what I wanted right. to do right. when we started. Right. And now that's gone. And I, I think part of the question that Knox was asking is, is and maybe you already answered this and I just missed it, but just why do the Christians go to Babylon for their content? Right. And not, and why don't they want it served up by you? Oh, I mean, why not Pureflix? Yeah. <laughs> so this, this gets into something I've talked about before and like my podcast and other things, but the nature of value and the, the tiers of value of a project. And so I, I, I break things down for my students, for writers I help coach, for everybody else in terms of there's, there's technical value, which is just skill, you know, cinematography, acting, performance, yeah. score, every editing, every single piece of it, down to the lighting and the sound and, and all that, just technical value, raw technical value. And you could watch a film and have it be amazing, tick all the boxes technically mm-hmm. and be filth and yeah. be destructive. That's right. So... Technical value is one tier of criticism. Then response value. How does the viewer respond? How does the audience respond? What impact does it have on the viewer mm-hmm. is the next tier of value. And the last one is what I just call objective value. And under that one, it's just a question of does God like it? Mm-hmm. That, that's not in it's, order. That's not in order. No, one, those, one, two, are, those are the three tiers. There's no yeah, order to yeah, it. But yeah. all, all three can be assessed. Yeah. And technical value is hands down much better in Babylon mm-hmm. in every single way. Yeah. There's, there's not because they got all the Christians working for them. <laughs> they actually do. They do. Yeah, they actually do. I know. But the technical value is also just because they pay. That's right. <laughs> so it's there's more money. Oh, yeah. It's kind of yeah. cutthroat, right? It's cutthroat. Oh, yeah. It's the free market. Yeah. Full they, price. Yeah, yeah. They, they will. They will do they will a good pay job, you. or we'll fire you, and we'll get somebody else to there, do it. There's no deep brother discount. They're yeah. not like oh. trying to take you down. They're just writing you the check. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they're writing you the check. So. Everybody has this insecurity because we all know that our stuff kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like in the church, we all know that, you know, evangelical novels aren't as good as Babylonian novels, but mm-hmm. that's not actually true anymore. Right. But we still have that in our heads. Yeah. Those are the cheapest things to replace, like the written word on the page, 
that's the first thing we should be winning. That's what we're doing, trying to do a canon. We're trying to build the novel side. We're trying to build all those things. Yeah. But that's the, that's the one we should just be able to do. That insecurity is there. That insecurity is major. And as a result, we've habituated this pattern in the evangelical church of Christian creators copying yeah. what's over there. And so Christian bands are copying that. Yeah. Filmmakers are copying that. And so Christian oh, Christian art looks entirely AI generated. If you like Mumford you know, and Sons, so, then you will like this yeah, Christian it's band. All, but it's all derivative. It's <laughs> yeah, all, yeah, yeah. all of it is derivative. Yeah. All of it is AI. All of it yeah. is just them yeah. patterning what they see over there in Babylon and trying to imitate. Yeah. Um, and it's Com- complete with the messed yeah. up hands. Well, it's even happened in, in evangelicalism where now you sell vitamins and you sell some good vitamins. Everybody's like... Dang, they're making money selling vitamins. Yeah, we should start mm, selling some vitamins money. too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we're gonna, yeah, exactly, you know, exactly. Let's do the great value brand of Canon. <laughs> yeah, so the, yeah, a hundred percent. Same place select. Canon Plus. Same place select. It's yeah. It it is pretty funny, and it is absolutely happening. And the reason why we're trying to get into, well, there's two reasons why we're trying to get into more of the the art side. Yeah. Like we always are going to have a big cornerstone of literature you know, and yeah, theology, but what we're always going to have a giant cornerstone of stuff that is good for you, that will nourish you, that will help mm-hmm. the malnourished. Mm-hmm. So, in a world where people are sickly and starving, what do they need first? They don't need a chocolate chip cookie first. They actually need the vitamins. They the vitamins yeah. are essential. Mm-hmm. They're this ground, mm-hmm. like ground right. level. Mm-hmm. We're doing the, we're moving the earth. We're pouring the concrete. We're getting the foundation laid. After that. Where did those people go? Right. You right. can keep on helping those people who are all malnourished, but where do the people who are now nourished go? Like, where, how do they grow? Right. Uh, and we're trying to start building that direction, and it's going to be a long, slow build. And right now, we just need to get better and better and better at yeah. still the curricula, the vitamins, all the things we're doing. But the other things, too, matter, uh, and they, they matter a lot. A, because uh, people have to get past that first phase if you if you have a family who you know as your tag, some some guy gets married, has babies, baptizes them, wants to raise him in the covenant, go into a covenant renewal worship service, they're they're doing all that, and then they are reading what, yeah, and then they are watching what, like yeah. that sweater is just unraveling. Mm-hmm. Right? That's right. Yeah. It's just getting pulled apart after you after you've just started. So that's a big part of the move. We want to keep going that direction. Uh, the other th- reason why is because very early I I saw cancel culture in New York. And I didn't even know it didn't have a name, hadn't yeah. been labeled. Right. It happened in kids publishing first. It came there first. And I was fighting about all sorts of crazy things in my manuscripts. And there was all this pressure and there's all these, this cancellation movement. Um, Random house was receiving this letter writing campaign of people accusing me of just crazy stuff, trying to get them to cancel me as an author, right. which they just didn't do. That wasn't a thing that happened. Right. Yeah. So they asked me to write a statement of faith that Random House could have on file that they could send out to these people of like, this is actually what he thinks. Oh, so I had this amazing. little gospel presentation that Random House was sending out to every, and they were, they were saying, Look at God. Yeah. That's awesome. Won't he do it? And that, turned, that actually turned into notes from the tilt world where I was like, okay, I'm actually just, I just need to put this on record. Yeah. I'm going to write it bigger yeah. and I don't mm-hmm. need this little thing. Mm-hmm. And so, but that, that cancel culture impulse showed up. And that's when I decided as Canon was, uh, Canon Press was this literature ministry from my youth, and it was like dwindling and shutting down because it was so easy for us to publish everywhere. Right. We didn't we didn't right. need our own little publishing pirate house. ship. Yeah, yeah. 
but at that moment, I, remember that. I could see like, oh, wow, we're going to need this badly. Because back then, Thomas Nelson was publishing your yeah. dad stuff, uh, Crossroads, yeah. all that. HarperCollins, Random yeah. House, Sondervan, yeah, yeah. Tom, like Thomas R.C. Sproul was inviting your dad to conferences. Yeah, it and, was, yeah. there was nothing. We could, we could yeah. even go to Cuba. <laughs> you know, so, so like it's we're going everywhere yeah. and then i i started feeling this pressure of like oh we're gonna turn you off we're gonna try to yeah like it was the first little pressure and yeah. i was like oh man this is gonna happen it was like yeah. 2008 2009 yeah that's when they're i come gonna, into the scene they're gonna start trying to crank this yeah. this all the way shut and so we went big into canon yeah we bought the name uh, we bought all the contracts yeah we set it up as a for-profit yeah you know endeavor mm-hmm. not as a ministry uh, so that there could be more agility, uh, some more agility, more aggression, mm-hmm. and uh, things can sink or swim because they actually worked or didn't work. Yeah. yeah, and and we went all in on trying to build our own ecosystem, our own pirate ship, because we knew a day would come when we yep. needed it yep. to, to put content. And here we are. And it, was, and it was like within years of you guys buying Canon, like, oh, we really needed this infrastructure. Yeah, yeah. it all was right. like, and I, I remember all Turn that. it off. Yeah, so praise spe- God. Speaking of your yeah. prophetic powers. <laughs> well, first, why don't you read the ad? I got, I got, a, I got a question. Uh, uh, to Nate, how long do we have you for? Oh. I don't even know what time it is. We're good. Well, we got about 20 minutes. We got about 20 minutes. Before Toby reads the ad, though, um, and when we had you on the show in 2020, we asked you, and this is February 2020. This is before COVID really hit. This is before the election happened in November between Biden and Trump. And and you called a lot of balls and strikes really well back in that February. Um, and so I kind of want you to kind of do the same thing here. Um, and, you know, it's 2024. Right. You got, this is my opportunity to prove I'm not a prophet. So Toby's going to read the ad and we're going to get back to you. what are your thoughts on okay. 2024? What's going to happen? You know, sure. what, uh, what's the future of 2024? Sales Nexus is the platform Fight Laugh Feast uses to manage all our subscribers and email updates. If you're using MailChimp, HubSpot, or Salesforce for email marketing, CRM, and sales, you probably know they've been canceling Voices of Freedom and Truth. That's why we switched to Sales Nexus. Sales Nexus is a complete business marketing and sales solution that won't tell you what you should say or believe. For more information, visit salesnexus.com. That's salesnexus.com. 2024. 2024. Uh, there's a couple things here, and I'm just going to go ahead and put my conspiracy theorist hat on. All right. Uh, in other, in other took words. took it off? And yeah, I'm going to say, in other words, I'm just – Gonna say See? it. I didn't take it off. <laughs> okay, good. Um, I knew it. I knew we were there. <laughs> but on the one hand, like, why is Joe Biden still the candidate? Uh-huh. Why? Uh huh. Why? Because they think he's the only one that can beat Trump right now. No. Why? Because the actual government needs a puppet. Yeah. If they have a real president, right, who wants to pick his own cabinet and be in charge of stuff. The current government, the shadow government that's yeah. actually running this yeah. out of Obama's house loses control. So why haven't they stuck that big hook out and pulled the senile, the totally senile yeah. guy yeah. Yeah. out? Yeah. It's not because they think he's gonna win. They think they can win yeah. the fight. With him as the puppet. And he can just be the puppet. They got him 81 million votes. Didn't you know that, Kane? Yeah. yeah. No. That dude. I still don't believe that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Does anybody? <laughs> um, so he's still there because they don't want to lose power. The, those people running him don't yeah. want to lose power. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So if you have a Newsom or you have some other candidate who has a big personality. Actually has an opinion. Yeah, and, and thinks he's in charge. It's going to be harder to control yeah. and steer. He's not going to fall down stairs 
you can't just sedate him and have no one notice um, mm-hmm. the way they can right now. Right. And so does that go for Kamala as well? Because so no, I think they. I think what they'll. If I were the evil conspiracy, what I would do is I would Scoop sh- take I would, for, I would for backstop politics. him with some new personality who looks somewhat autonomous, but is absolutely bought and paid for, but brings a little like more likability to the ticket. Um, and that seems like Gavin Newsom though. Mm. Well, because, they, they because might be there, that dumb, but only if they have enough leverage on him. Yeah, it would yeah, take yeah. a huge amount of leverage on him to make that work. Yeah. Um, but I also think the real progressives, like the the psycho progressives, the ones who are not about ruling right now and being in charge right now, but are actually about tearing the whole system down. I think they want Trump. They want Trump in office. Mm-hmm. They've never had such gains in their yeah. own yeah. blood curdling. Uh, gang you know their mm-hmm. group they mm-hmm. totally consolidated yeah. all of their people yeah mm-hmm. with that hatred yeah and the way if you want to tear the system down if you actually want to tear this thing limb from limb then what you need is someone in office that you can enable colorado and california and other people mm-hmm. to tear the union apart yeah like where they feel righteous and justified ignoring the supreme court mm-hmm. bailing on the bill of rights yep Yep. If they if they can do all that, they can't do that with Biden in office. They can't do that with Newsom in office. They right. have to have somebody like way Trump more radical yeah. to justify uh, their to justify un- them yeah. burning the place to the ground. Yeah. Right. No, that makes sense. So sense. you need the the quote unquote fascist to mm-hmm. justify your revolution. Mm-hmm. And so it would not shock me at all to see Trump just walk away with it, so, um, and be allowed to walk away with it, and then see just the level of vitriol in yeah. reaction tear mm-hmm. the country apart. Yeah. That's one move, and I think the the harder edge of the left wants to do that. Mm-hmm. And I think there are people who currently have cushy, powerful positions who only think short-term and are thinking about protecting those. Right. I think they'd like Biden yeah. to stick around, and they continue for the next four years to – you know, sit in the sweet pot. So, do you have do you have Republicans that might join the progressives unintentionally? Because oh, there's yeah. a large for, form of them that are ready to split Always. as well. Yeah. No, the world is round. People go left and people go right, and they meet on the other side. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's absolutely happening. Mm-hmm. And we we see that all the time with us when somebody really hates us and they hate us as like a 1689 Baptist, and they just decide that we're the devil and they really hate Moscow. They will go team up with pro-trans lesbians mm-hmm. to attack us. Right. Like they just go opposite directions yeah. and then they, they start a little Facebook page or a website together and are, yeah, you know, I've seen it's that. like, what do you, what That's are you, exactly right. What are you doing? Yeah, that, like yeah. You're so pure that you can't hang out with your Christian brothers and you have to go hang out with yeah. God hating yeah. priestesses Trans. of Astoreth. We, we both to, agree that we hate you. Yeah. <laughs> and so you we don't understand, yeah. but that's the phenomenon that you see with Trump. That enables a ton of people to come together. Yep. It enables Frenches and others to team up yep. with That's hard right. progressives. Yep. Right. It pulls those moderates into the psycho commie party. Yeah. Right. You know, against Ooh. them. So right. it actually really is a, a pretty deft move. If you want to tear the thing down, put Trump in office. So if you actually want to see the hard reset. Then what's your options as a Bible believing conservative Christian? Because you see, Trump is like, yeah, that's what I was going to ask. DeSantis, don't, don't put Trump. any of your faith in anybody who's in D.C., period. It doesn't, yeah. it's like, yeah. what you're doing, like, get a dog. Come on like, now. Get a dog. Play with your kids. <laughs> like, wow. You know, like, that's more important than who you are. <laughs> or a tortoise. Or a tortoise. Or a tortoise. <laughs> it's yeah. like, live a real life that's wholesome and powerful. 
But that's but way, I want, okay, it's way more. I hundred percent agree with you, but we still have a vote coming up. Sure. What do what do we do? Do we vote for Trump or DeSantis? Vote for Epstein. Epstein? Just write in Epstein. <laughs> <laughs> that's how valuable your vote is. Uh, the they proved that. They proved well, that yeah. last election. No, but now I'm saying I'm gonna I'm gonna go vote. I'm yeah. not I'm grateful that I have the right to vote. I'm gonna yeah. go exercise it. And it's whatever I whoever I vote for, whomever I vote for, it's gonna be the equivalent of blowing a raspberry. When I go and vote, you know, I'm gonna so, go blow so you raspberry. Aren't, you aren't voting for no, Trump. You aren't voting I, for DeSantis. You're gonna vote I don't, for. I don't know who I'm gonna vote yeah. for. If if Trump is the biggest raspberry I can blow, and I'm in the right, voting I booth, see what you're saying. Sure, yeah. um, but at the same time, what I want is time on the clock. I want more time on the clock to get our roots deeper, to right. get our wells right. dug, yeah. to right. get our our family stronger, to yep. get our like get the pirate ship some ammo. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> uh-huh. That's 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 honestly it. Yeah. Don't think that salvation is going to happen in D.C. Don't think that salvation is going to happen from right. which of you know the one party. It's all one mono party. Which which of them is in office? Now I enjoyed how transgressive and hilarious Trump was. <laughs> like yeah. he was not what I was expecting. Uh, pretty funny, mm-hmm. and you know we can thank him for Roe. We can thank yeah. him for a lot of things. And I I would prefer him in office in many ways to Biden. Yeah, but he is a narcissistic psycho. Yeah, and I'm not going to pretend like he's not. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah. Like yeah. it's. But I, I'm grateful. Like mm-hmm. like Cyrus. You yeah. know, who was like, hey, let's build that temple thing again. Yeah. You know, it's like that's. Or Nebuchadnezzar, who, yeah, 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 before yeah. he repents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, 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 just yes. Kind Exa- of crazy guy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's a donkey eating grass. Yeah. Um, and that, I think that's where we are. We're in the clown world. And the question is when I look at the two of them, there's the one I want, which is less liberalism, less progressive agenda shoved down my throat. And then there's what I need, which is more time on the clock. Uh huh. You know, to build because I I told my kids I think by 26 we don't have a country, um, and what I mean by that is like not that we'll have some massive civil war. I mean like the the wheels are falling off. We're moving towards a time when uh, various states regions will simply defy centralized government. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we will not have centralized United States of America anymore. I don't think. By the time we're post midterms, mm-hmm. like I think that's where we are right now. Because you, and so you, I mean, California like, will ignore the Supreme Court. Yep. They'll just defy them. Be like, yeah. what are you going to do about it? You don't have an army. Yeah, right. Um, right. and it's we'll start to see parts of the country just defy. Yeah, the central government. Right. It's and, funny. And we'll shake down. We'll shake down to the Articles of Confederation. Basically, we'll be a we'll be a loose affiliation of. Yeah. Very different. Yeah. And, and Can you tell your dad not to write Ride Sally Ride like part two? Because that's basically yeah, yeah, yeah. Colorado is like literally doing the thing. I know. That's like, oh. pretty funny. And he and he would say of that one, he's like, it wasn't prophetic. It was actually just happening. I just wrote what was actually yeah. happening that yeah. a lot of people hadn't noticed. Yeah. And I'll add one more thing for 24 and 25 and 26 and forever. Uh, and this goes back to 2020. I think this is going to kind of define all of the 20s mm-hmm. uh, for the Christian church. Deuteronomy 22. Mm-hmm. Uh, Moses is Israel. What is the moral differentiation between someone who is raped and is a rape victim and someone who is complicit in that violence? Yeah. 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 Uh, it's if you cried out, yeah, if you, you cried out. The evangelical church in 2020 just rolled over. Facts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And 
under Moses, they would be dragged outside the city just like the oppressor would be. That's right. They're just as complicit. Come on, you know what? You like morally, morally, it's mm. like if you don't kick and scream and fight. Come on now. Then you are as complicit. That's right. Like that's just where it, it sits. Now, there's a ton. You could talk culturally. I'm not even talking about Moses's time or like they all lived close together and everybody debates <laughs> the justice of that particular verse. There's no suburbs. Yeah. It's like it, that part. Yeah. What matters is if you cried out, then you are considered blameless and you have no guilt. Yeah. Even if you're a victim, that's even right. if you've been oppressed, yeah. you right. are without yeah. guilt. That's yeah. Something right. horrible can happen to you really badly happened to you and God holds you blameless, yes. innocent. But if you don't do everything in your power resist to resist, you're on the hook and you're, you're part, that, you're part of the same sin. And, and you, this is David yeah. French. And this is, uh, this is going to ask this you're, is, you're applying that to evangelical leadership. I'm talking about the evangelical church that yeah. closed their doors. I'm mm-hmm. talking about the evangelical church that said, okay, cool. We're not going to worship God. Yeah. I'm talking about the evangelical church. who just said Romans 13 guys. Yeah. Romans 13, this guy who just dragged you into the alley, he's a centurion. <laughs> Romans 13. Um, it's like, no. Yeah. Like, there's there's a complicity there. And, like, seeing yeah. where God places your your moral obligation, he says he always is going to judge us by what he's given us and by the light he's given us and by the, yeah. the ability we have. The number of pastors and churches in this country that had the ability and the opportunity to resist yeah. who did not, yeah. I can't even begin to put a number on. Well, what was crazy is Kevin DeYoung was one of those churches. Yeah. Like yeah. he has, like Knox looked it up and he went on his website, on their church website, it, it, and they had all this COVID protocol stuff that they were pushing on their church. Into the, oh, into the that, end of end of 21. Yeah. And, that's, of and that's all. And, and Kevin is a good dude whom I like. And yet I know exactly where the niceness thing gets you. Right. Yeah. The niceness mm-hmm. thing gets you into a place where you are leveraged by the weakest people. By the scared people and the people right. who don't want to cry out, they don't want to kick, they don't want to fight. Yeah. Those people, you're like, oh no, but they'll be sad. Yeah. It's kind of like not lighting fireworks because your dog will be scared. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> like listen, put them in the house. Put them in the kennel. <laughs> like, put them in the house. We're gonna get this done. Yeah. And, then, and you know, it's like they'll be fine. But instead, yeah. they all started accommodating themselves to the people who should have been the farthest from the front lines, got to run mm. the strategy. Mm. Like you know, it's right. That's it's right. tragic. And so everybody who rolled over, everybody who licked dirt, everybody who just didn't cry out, didn't fight to yeah. the death, you know, you're not blameless. You don't get to complain about what happened. You were part of it. And what's going to happen. You're part of the oppression. Yeah. And that's com- more is coming. Right. Yeah. Like more and more and more is coming. That was trial run. Yeah. You know, that was the warm up. That wasn't yeah. what the 20, I think I remember saying when I came back on after, Oh, uh, that was not the game. Right. That's like, right. That was the rehearsal. Right. And, and, they, you know, and it worked. Yeah. And where we're going is going to require people to be even stronger, to be have more spine, and to have deeper roots. Because like everybody's to, ready for the next 2020, but they're not ready for what's coming after that. Yeah, they're not ready for 26. Right. They're exactly. not They're not ready for that. They're, exactly. they're like, well, hey, if I had a do-over at 2020, this is what I would do on would that sixth-grade science test I flunked. It's like, well, you're in the 10th grade yeah. now, so you don't get to take <laughs> yeah. your sixth-grade science oh. test again. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's harder now. It's yeah. going to be harder. It's right. going to be trickier. The other, the other thing that happened, this is, I think, what will actually happen more is you think about what World War One was bad. Mm-hmm. When Nazi Germany threw away the... Treaty of Versailles, when Nazi Germany went full stormtrooper, uh, when they had already locked up journalists, when they banned freedom of the press, 
when they started going after Jews, right at the beginning, when you polled Americans all around the continent, especially in university campuses, over whether or not America should be involved, 99% said no. Like 99% said that's their issue. Yeah. That's Ukraine and Russia. Mm-hmm. That's over there. That doesn't, that's not going to affect us. It's like, no, the chessboard's moving. All the pieces are moving. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're going to end up in a place where it's, it's, uh, it's going to get real. It's going to get real hard. I don't know that it's going to get World War II hard. I don't think it's going to be that kind of a thing. I don't think we're going Different to kind of kind of trial. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's going to be way more like dust bowl, you know, just crash and burn than it is like global conflict. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's going to be rugged. I really do think it's going to get really rugged this decade. It's going to get medieval. Yeah. 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 It's going to, it's going to get pretty old school. So by two dogs. Get really good at training those dogs. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but when I say buy a dog, I actually mean like enjoy life. Right. Right. Yeah. Have fun yeah. with yep. your kids. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. give your kids mm-hmm. a, like glorious childhoods. This mm-hmm. is why I thought this year, particularly, I think everybody needs to revisit death by living. Like sure. that, that you, you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, I'm serious because yeah. what, one of the things that really was convincing in the in the book to me, and I think is this era, is everybody's trying to preserve and protect themselves from the damages of life. Yeah. Instead of saying, no, I'm going to build something with these hands. I'm going to break these hands and build generations and fruitful families with these hands, right? Yeah. Um, and, and instead of running from the work, because I think people are trying to build these walls <laughs> away yeah. from this, instead of saying, how about I expand? Yeah. The, the 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 authority that God has given me, the area that God has given me, how about I work this thing really well and love it and well, make that, something that beautiful comes, with it? That comes full circle to Canon Plus and, yeah, and, just, and, yeah. just, and just building uh, beauty and, yeah. and and joy and seeing, I mean, and and actually really believing that that is, those are our po- our most potent weapons. Yeah. Um, obviously not leaving behind truth, not leaving behind goodness, but but recognizing that those really are potent yeah. weapons in a, in, a, oh. in a world gone mad. It's like, make something beautiful. One of, one of the things I love about our little town and our community here is the random side effects <laughs> from people living like that and yeah. from getting to know a butcher because I'm, I'm trying to bring in good meat yeah. and I'm trying to find that good meat for those, for those, you know, great Sabbath days that we're like, we're going to have really good stuff yeah. uh, this weekend and realizing that their volume of quality meat. This butcher now has six guys from our church community who are texting him and sourcing better meat than you can get in this entire region. Mm. And they now are like outselling yeah. much bigger markets yeah. mm-hmm. for this high end stuff and not a wealthy community. Right. But in people <laughs> yeah. who are, are they who understand. Yeah. People who understand the not gluttony, but yeah. the rhythm of joyful celebration and gratitude to God for just, yeah. Amazing grass-fed wagyu. Some wagyu beef. I mean, it's like, and so the yeah. the better whiskey, the better meat, yeah. and yeah. like the having more fun, like better playtime. Right. Yeah. Um, my son, uh, who's now twenty-one and a, a senior in college, said, "You know, if there is a sign of social decay that you can think of, it's probably happened. You know, just try to think of sure. one, sure. and it could be totally random, like." Go try to find a new video game that's multiplayer. Yeah, I know. Isn't that insane? Yeah, you can't you, find it. They don't it. exist. Yeah. Wow. You can't find it. It's yeah. all, well, you can you just, can play other people. There's thousands yeah. of people yeah. online. Sure, exactly. They're ready for you, all those strangers. <laughs> I got seven but, kids. I can't find but the game. two brothers? <laughs> yeah. Like, 
Yeah. Two brothers. So my son was hunting for a game to play with his little brother over Christmas break to give him for Christmas. Yeah. Something they could do together and yeah. have fun. It's like, no. Nope. So he had to buy a 99 cent, like old throwback Star Wars game and they had a blast. Yeah. Yep. Now, but everything he was reviewing, everything he was looking at, it's like, nope, nope. Yeah. Not unless nope, you buy the Switch. Nope. It's yep. like, That's it. And it's like, okay, this is, you can play Mario Kart, you can play some sports games, yeah. but if you want to go on an adventure, like yeah. an imaginative adventure, yeah. like, no, two of you I never would have predicted that. I never would have said, yeah. I bet that video games yeah. will stop being multiplayer. I would not have, I would not have anticipated that as like a sign of cultural decay, but yeah. here it is. That is exactly <laughs> right, man. And there's, I just came to that realization. Yeah, there's yeah. so many things like that's that. Funny. And so, but seeing here, seeing the quality of groceries in the grocery store, increase in a small town of Idaho, like beyond what it should be able to do because there are fathers who work themselves to the bone. Yeah. And then one of the things that they find joy in is then celebrating with their kids, being alive and being blessed by God and being here and we're going to feast together and you're going to get a taste for that kind of Mm -hmm. tri-tip. You're going to get a taste for that kind of ribeye and we're going to do it on a rhythm. It's going to be special to you. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. That's, it's fantastic to see that. Right. But the most important things you can do is Start by realizing that God gave you kids. If you're if you're a father, He gave you kids and childhoods to handcraft. Yes, right. and those childhoods are forever. And if it happens to be in an unstable time, and you pass that instability on to your children, yeah, like you're screwing up. Yeah. You lost. Mm, that's right. Like if you're taking the hits, if you're the wall and the storms are raging against you, and your kids are just remembering like a joyful, fantastic right. childhood, and growing Come strong on, and man. healthy without getting just battered. Yeah. Uh, then you're you're achieving. Know know that the goal is not to survive. Yeah. Like that's not your goal at all. Um, that's just you know it's a little side quest. I, I don't <laughs> think I don't think you could have said anything better for that's starting really off good. the year for yeah. 2024. 2024. Thank you, brother. Appreciate for it. For sure. Yeah. All right. If you're single, get married. If you're married, have you some kids. If you have kids, go baptize them. Until and go buy some steak. Steaks. <laughs> and dogs. Hey, so Learn how to reverse sear. Love you, they raise yourself and smoke it. This is Cross Politics. Meet Big Ed. He has a tax-funded taste for children. Big Ed knows that the best grooming starts early. He has a plan for your preschoolers. A plan to gender confuse your grade schoolers. But if you think his grooming stops there, you have not been paying attention. Big Ed wants to liberate your daughters from old-fashioned ideas like, well, you already know. Big Ed has dorm rooms ready for you in prison buildings of learning, and professors standing by dedicated to grooming young adults in doubt and unbelief. After all, he is the gatekeeper of this brave new world, and if you want a job, you'll need to pay him with years of your life for a permission slip. Yeah, whatever. You think David paid Goliath for a certificate in giant management before those two squared off? Did Luther major in theses? Was George Washington summa cum laude in empire repellents? While Jefferson focused on ag with a minor in declarations? When the world needs saving, meaningful vocations abound for those who are truly prepared. And the truth is, despite Marxist advances, this is still America, and Big Ed is still a voluntary opt-in. So don't. Not at any level. Not preschool. Not middle school. Not college. It isn't complicated. When Big Ed offers you free candy, stay away. You'll thank us later. We know it's crazy, 
but run with us here. Men and women were created in the image of God. You don't need a government certificate of faux learning for personal validation or permission to work. You were born with divine permission to pursue knowledge and understanding, truth, goodness, and beauty. And at New St. Andrews College, we are committed to helping students do just that to their fullest potential. In an age dominated by chaos when learning is on a choke leash controlled by Big Ed and his many strange friends, ours is an education for outlaws, an education for men and women committed to building a beautiful and free society in the ruins of the Western world. When thinking is outlawed, only outlaws will think. Yes, Big Ed hates what we do, but his hatred brings us joy. New St. Andrews College. Liberal Arts for Outlaws. Mind, Body, and Soul.